Sentire Media. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Buongiorno. Buongiorno, listening to us on our podcast of our lives here in Italy. Um, today is the 2nd of June. It Festa is, della Repubblica. Today is the Festa della Repubblica. It's not quite 8 o'clock in the morning, and we're just having our morning cappuccios and decided to do a blog. Or a blog, I'm sorry, a podcast. Yes, and let's talk about the Festa della Repubblica. It's a huge day here. It's like the 4th of July of Italy. So, the Festa della Repubblica is... Italy, the t- okay, you think of Italy, let's talk about this for a second. You think of Italy as super old. It's been around forever, you know, the freaking Roman ruins everywhere, but it's only been unified... For 100 years or 250 yeah, years. Not that long ago. Well, the Festival Republic is the Italian national holiday celebrated on the 2nd of June every year. It commemorates the institutional referendum of 1946 when the Italian population was called to decide what form of government, monarch, or republic to give the country after the Second World War and the fall of fascism. Sounds like the History Channel. Yes. Well, <laughs> by oh, by over two million votes, um, Italy became a republic with uh, two million more votes than voted for the monarchy, and um, it's the most important national one of the most important national holidays. And then then that disposed like that ended the monarchy. Ended the monarchy. You know what? A really good movie about this too is Il Gatto a Pardo, and it has Burt Lancaster, and it's kind of the Italian. Gone with the Wind, if you ask me. It's a beautiful movie, but that, I think, tells a really good story of this changing of times. But anyway. Um, if you are in Italy next year, or any year around the 1st or 2nd of June... For the 2nd. For the 2nd, you should be in Rome and see the huge parade that they have um, with the um, military in full dress. They deposit a wreath of laurel at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It's it's really beautiful to go check out. That would be. Everyone keeps saying, oh, because we kept asking everyone, oh, what are you doing? Or is there a beautiful thing to go see or do? And they just said, go to Rome. That it's incredible. But anyway, there is still tons to do here at the farmhouse. So we are busy. It has been a whirlwind few weeks since we last podcasted. We had 11 lovely ladies here from as north as Ireland to as south as South South Africa, Africa. and it was pretty incredible. They were all here to celebrate one lovely lady, Z, her birthday, and they took a week of cooking classes and walks, and it was fun. They were a total hoot. They were a bunch of hens. (laughs) <laughs> That's what they said. Uh, last week, we had our buddy Craig down from uh, up north in the Netherlands, and he built us uh, one of the toughest looking, incredible awesome. shelves I've ever seen in my entire life. It's great. It went in the kitchen up against uh, one of the walls and kind of owns the wall, and it's... It's like tongue and groove, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is that I don't what you know call? tongue and groove. Neither do I. I don't know anything about what Anyway, it, it looks he did great. did it in two days, and it's awesome, and... We've totally now rearranged the kitchen. Yes. You'll have to come out and see. Uh, the, so last week was a very busy week. In one week, we got the garden totally in. Uh, we got the garden the, as in which? We got the flowers. The, we got the flowers I all put in around the house. We have a beautiful flower garden now surrounding the patio and everything in the pool. And up to the pool, which is now clean. Yes, so we got the pool cleaned. And um, it was very much a whirlwind, crazy week. But tell... Lots of work. Talk about what you put in the ground. Oh, so... Um, we talked about last podcast about how the garden was late this year, and, and uh, normally the garden would go in around the 
depending on the weather, the last week of April, the first mm-hmm. couple of weeks of May. Um, this week it went in late, it went in the last week of May, and what I mean by going in, all the seedlings that we started throughout the, throughout the spring, we put them down in the actual uh, rows in the ground. So we put down uh, over a thousand onions last week, we put down um, six or seven hundred tomato plants, a bunch of peppers, um, zucchini, uh, pumpkin, melon, um, lettuce, uh, Eggplant, um, just everything that goes. <laughs> I mean, t- I can keep it going. It's like totally coming together now. It's like they caught back up in this week. It looks beautiful. They even got the poles up for the tomatoes, the the tomato teepees. But have you guys started attaching the tomatoes to the teepees? Yes. The, so here in Italy, um, the old style way of doing um, tomatoes is not a tomato cage as we do in the states, but. Um, a just kind of a bamboo pole that you stick in the ground, um, uh, and you make t- little teepees, and then you run one pole down the center of the line and connect them all with this kind of springy, um, rubbery type of rope that you tie. It's not rope; it's like rubbery string that you tie it's the tomatoes cool. to these poles with, and um, it's it's definitely the old style. And you have to keep and you have to keep reattaching them. them as the plant grows. You have to. You know, either undo the tie and then tie it up further up high or, or just keep going. But it's a lot more work. But from what he says, it's better for the tomatoes. So that's how everyone does it around here. So it's how we will do it. It looks fantastic. It really does. And the pool looks... Pool looks great. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Well, I have one more question about the garden. Yes. What else do we still have to put in? You still have those beets that I Well, there's watering. there's still beets to put in. There's a little odds and ends things. We also have... There's the, more melon. There's more melon. Oh, God, you said I should start the zucchini. Yeah, we need to start a few more zucchini and seeds. But for the most part, the garden is in. And, um, and how big is the garden? The garden right now, I don't know square feet or square meters, but for right now, the garden is... It was 30, and we had another... It's 40 meters by 60 meters long. So two... About yards. Yards are about the same thing. Oh, 20 yards? It's 20 meters. No, it's... (laughs) You're confusing me now. (laughs) It's freaking... All right, it's huge. It's huge. I'll step it off today. We'll give you an exact count at the next... No one cares. No one cares about that. So you have an idea. All right, we had a really nice long lunch that we had for some guests, um, Beatrice, Alberto, and Umberto's uh, first communion. So that ended up to be about a seven-hour lunch. <laughs> it was. It was. We had a long lunch, but he did great at, at his first communion. He made out like a bandit. He got tons of cool stuff. And Italians are very particular. I know some might be listening as well, but are particular about the air they eat in. So, as in, like, not eating outside if they <coughs> too windy or bite rain. It was too risky. Grande rischio. But, well, it, but it turned out to and be It turned beautiful. out to be a beautiful day. But it was just kind of funny. The air needs to be right in the dining room or non fa bene. You won't digest well. So, <laughs> it's all about the food. I love it. But they had great. We had a great time. We had a oh, big, long lunch. Two primos. Two pasta dishes. Yep, we made. I made tagliatelle with zucchini and zucchini flowers, and I also made um, Umberto's favorite white lasagna with porcini mushrooms and sausage. 
and it's a little bit of, and there's a little bit of sausage meat in there. Uh, lots of antipastas. I don't want to go through them all. Um, and then for Secundo, we had baby grilled baby lamb chops oh, on the barbecue, so good. <laughs> which were delicious. And if you're looking to order that, Agnello is what it would be looking. Yes, for. Costine di Agnello. If you see Costine di Agnello, that is lamb chops, and you should definitely get those wherever you are. Baby ones usually. And. Speaking of lamb chops, it makes me think of the chickens, and they're doing well. I've been trying to test them coming out the gates, and um, oh, the fox! I know. Well, we've got the fox. I think we've talked about him before, and he's brazen. Totally comes out into the middle of the yard in the middle of the day. What's up? I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I start making horrific animal noises. Anyway, I've been trying to let the chickens come out and um, show them the area around the coop and let them back, have them go back in and in and out and checking out the area, which is cool. So hopefully they'll be able to come out more when the fox isn't around. Uh, okay, kittens. So Mama, both Mama and the baby have given birth within a day of each other. We have six kittens. So it's crazy. They. Baby girl became a mom and a sister. Yeah. And mama became a grandma and just more of a mama. mama. <laughs> There's they, six little sausages all... <laughs> they've combined into one basket. Yes, they've... Co- I've n- I didn't know that they do this, but mama... The mama cat will nurse both baby girl and her kittens, and so will baby girl. And they ta- seem to take off... Like, trade off with mothering duties. One person will... They're single moms. They've got to find a way to wake up. I know. One will stay in the basket with the babies while the other goes out and does their cat thing. And then they... Vice versa. Sometimes they're both in the basket together. And it's Sometimes a Sometimes they're house. both outside. Baby girl has a problem with sitting or lying down on her babies. <laughs> she doesn't really know that she can hurt them or they start screaming when she lies and on I the whole pile of them. it is official if we have nine cats right now that we're the crazy cat people. We're... Yes. We're, but we're giving some away, so... Hopefully we'll whittle that number down. Yes. So, let's move on to the word of the day. It's best to start it as a story. So, word of the day. So, when we... Me and the doctor, Dr. Gaji, work down in the garden every day, a lot of um, bicycle riders will go by. And he'll, he'll, he'll see him coming, and you'll look up, and you'll see this look in his eye, and he'll say to me, Vagabondi. What What? And you might think, yeah, you might be thinking Vagabondi. Is that a word for cyclist? Yeah, why would you call a cyclist a Vagabondi? And I go, doctor, they're getting exercise. He look at me and he says, this is exercise. What better exercise do you need than swinging the (laughs) hoe or the hammer or digging holes or planting? The garden is the best exercise. Those bums, don't they have anything better to do? (laughs) (laughs) So So, the word of the day, vagabondo. Vagabondo. And it's best used with a little gusto. So it depends who you're calling a vagabond, uh, a bum too. A woman would be a vagabonda, a man a vagabondo. And if it's more than one vagabond, it's a vagabondi. A group of vagabondi. What's worse? What is worse? So try it. You'll get a laugh for sure. <laughs> vagabondo. Vagabondo. Um, oh, and now back. We, we, we still would like to talk about our sponsor. Thanks again. Thanks again to our sponsor. She, she had a couple of uh, inquiries, which is great. And we want to get her... We wanna, married and more with Michelle. Married and more with Michelle. If you go to www.marriedwithmichelle.com, um, maybe your wedding's coming up next year. Maybe 
Maybe you don't want to plan it. Maybe, Maybe you just... you've got a mitzvah bar or bat coming up. She can plan those too. Yep. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Michelle a top call. Mazel tov with Michelle. Maybe you're just, you know, maybe your wife's a pain in the ass. You're soon to be <laughs> wife. And you don't want to deal with all the ch- picking of silver, the what menu you're going to have, what invitations... Let her go talk to Michelle. Those two can hash it all out, and you can just nod your head while you're watching SportsCenter, because it doesn't really matter to you. <laughs> Call her up. Tell your wife, tell your future wife about it. Tell your fiancé. Oh hey, my why don't you go hang out with Michelle and pick all this crap out? <laughs> there you go. Marriedwithmichelle.com. Oh She's awesome. She is awesome. Um, and if you just, yeah, she is. Alright, I would want to say thank you guys for all your incredible feedback. We've gotten lots of great emails and comments. It's really fun to hear from you. Um, and keep it up. We'd love to hear what kind of um, podcasts you'd like <coughs> us to do or if there's anything particular you want us to talk about. And we are soon going to get on iTunes for our podcast to make it easier for everyone to find us. Um, so look for that. It'll be a little bit easier. And um, what else? Anything else? Check out the blog. Check out the blog. www.worldwideweb.latavalamarque.blogspot.com All right. Well, everyone have a wonderful rest of the week. And from the foothills of the Apiani Mountains. Ciao. Ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.